Let's keep track of what's going on here on the stock-specific company news. Renita Young joining me, senior markets correspondent. Uh, last night we talked GameStop earnings. Let's uh, go back there for a second just because this is kind of the representation of the wild trading of the past year. What's going on? And even just this morning, Oliver, because GameStop shares just flipped negative in the pre-market. Wow. Just about 10, 15 minutes ago, they were positive despite those earnings that did not meet expectations on several levels. The CEO also did not give an outlook for the fourth quarter or for the full year. Great. And that was something that, yeah, great, right? Now we know exactly <laughs> how to trade this stock, right? Um, but it was a larger net loss than anticipated as well. And and it was also no comments on the company's recently terminated partnership with FTX. Um, and that was something that people hmm. were looking to hear from. But you can see that earnings per share came in at negative 31 cents over the estimate of negative 29 revenue, 1.19 below that estimate of 1.38 billion. Um, and so they attributed the sales that they did make to new and expanded brand relationships and then sales in the collectibles category um, that they say remained strong year to date, but obviously not strong enough for an earnings beat. And Revenue growth, it was a negative 8.6% year over year. It was 29%. So you can see it was just a big uh, loss. And as a result of all this, Wedbush Securities cut the price target from $6 to $5.30. That was based on the sum of net cash that the company has and the concern of the value of the entire company, really, mm. um, and kept that underperform rating. All right, so we'll see if it comes under some pressure because it did kind of have that initial uh, balance after the report, mm -hmm. but the numbers just don't look great. Cash flow may be the only positive highlight, but declining comps, big miss on the bottom line, still losing money, and mm -hmm. importantly, no very limited commentary still yeah. uh, from the company about what they're going to do. Okay, the other uh, thing we got to keep track of this week is what's going on Tesla and China. It's like every other day there's a different report about either Tesla or Apple and how China's maybe uh, opening, maybe not, is affecting business. What's the latest here? Well, listen, the big question, does Tesla have strong demand? Or not. And so these reports, the lo most recent one came out from Bloomberg, and it suggests that demand in China may not be as strong as the company said it would be, or the company said that it is. Mm. Um, and this is the second report from Bloomberg coming this week. Yep. We also know that Reuters reported on this, Seeking Alpha reported on this, and Elon Musk has pushed back on this all year. Um, he's only ever mentioned it a couple of times, but he's been denying that the company has a problem with demand. Instead, saying that, oh, we just have a backup in deliveries, um, right? But when we look at a few things uh, um, that we saw from this Bloomberg report, saying that they're cutting the number of shift hours for some employees, and also saying that they're putting a hold on onboarding new employees, those are things that are concerning. Bloomberg is saying that's coming from their sources that are familiar with the matter, of course. But that's not the only thing leading people to believe that demand is lower. You know, price cuts and initiatives that are happening in China with Tesla that's another indicator that maybe something is not as strong. You know, maybe it's not as strong as the company had been saying it is, as Elon Musk had been saying there is. And so the Passenger Car Association, meanwhile, it estimates Tesla to deliver 102,291 China-made vehicles just in November. Mm. And that would be a record. So far, the company has sold under over 655,000 vehicles this year. Mm. So 
look at those numbers and then look at the yeah, it's pretty solid the, right solid numbers but is the demand going to stick there yeah it's uh, something doesn't add up because then Elon goes on Twitter and talks about how the Fed's pushing us into recession in his <laughs> macro view he's talked about this several times he thinks we're at risk of recession so what data is he looking at if not his own so his car data yeah. is good and we shouldn't be worried about China demand going forward or demand for Teslas, but at the same time, he sees the economy going into recession. I mean, mm -hmm. is he watching the market or is he looking at his car? You know, something, something doesn't fit here. Over, maybe he's sending out a message ahead of yeah. real numbers we're right. gonna get later. Remember, he knows what's going to hit the market or what's going to hit the deliveries number before we do, because sure. they get the demand numbers before we see the deliveries actually actualized. So maybe he's sending a message. He's big for sending messages, yeah. especially through Twitter. So we'll see. <laughs> all right. Well, the shares are kind of quiet right now. So, all right. Thanks, Benita. Good stuff.